Classic Rock Files. The Drive. Yeah! Winnipeg's Classic Rock. Kelly Parker with 94.3 The Drive Music Director. Mike Young. Hi, Kelly. We took a week off hoping that we could stockpile some really good rock stories for you. I don't know if that worked or not. We start with what I thought initially was a good news story out of the coronavirus pandemic. Turns out, eh, maybe not. I mean, the headline of the story. What made you think this was a good news story? Your initial overview before you got deep into it. What was... Vinyl sales are continuing to rise throughout this. And the only thing in the world, by the way, that is, as far as sales is concerned. But then... Yeah, it's kind of a misnomer as you read into the piece. (laughs) So, yes, vinyl sales are up year over year. Yeah. In terms of the percentage of physical sales that are being sold, 22% from this time in 2019. That's how much Mm -hmm. vinyl is. But, however, the whole of what's being sold is down. And down so much that this past week, album sales hit the lowest weekly sales of all time since they were being tracked, uh, according to the Nielsen firm, which began tracking them in 1991. However, Billboard says this could go as far back as to the mid-1960s when albums started to become the way people took music in as opposed to just singles. Well, crap, because I thought maybe these numbers only go back to 1991. Maybe there's an upside. Maybe if you went way back, there would still be good news but apparently not. No, no, apparently not. And which is weird. This is kind of weird to me because we are in this period where people are looking for things to occupy themselves. Mm-hmm. And the way album sales are counted now, it's not just physical copies, but streams are counted in as album sales now as well. So you think with people having free time, they would look not only to be streaming movies and TV shows, but mm-hmm. also music as well. And I myself have placed a couple of orders through like Amazon for some physical product, but Amazon themselves are eliminating products at least from their prime shipping that aren't essential products right now so yeah you want to go order an album at this point it could not possibly come until the end of april that's what their prime delivery date is right now so two-day shipping has turned to two months shipping yeah and also i think you know all of the news organizations are struggling to come up with angles and stories here i was thinking you know year on year we've got album sales up just a little bit but literally this whole thing has only happened in the last three weeks that could affect it yeah so the drop from last week to this week was 26% to 979,000 units total over the course of the week. That's all albums sold. Okay. And uh, Billboard is saying this is the first time the sales of physical products has dropped below 1 million for the first time. So 979,000 physical products sold in the last week, uh, the first time it's ever dropped below a million. So That's astounding. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. One single album by one single artist would ship three, four million copies. Yeah, and this comes in the week when Pearl Jam released their new album, Gigaton, on Friday. So mm-hmm. that's counted in these sales because they're reported up to Sunday. The fact that it's a, a brand new album from a mega rock act. Number one selling, by the way. Which, yeah, number one selling rock album didn't help push Total physical sales up to over a million, which is crazy. Did you listen to the new Pearl Jam album? Bits and pieces of it. I listened to it. Probably their best, I'd say, in the 2000s, or at least since Binaural, which came out in the year 2000. That's strong. Um, It's never going to touch the 90s stuff, the uh, five albums they did in the 90s, but... I think it's good. It's got some good tunes on it. It's yep. definitely worth uh, worth listening to. And as far as these album sales year on year, as your financial advisor has probably been telling you as you panicked about your finances, it's a marathon. Remember, it's a marathon. We might be looking at these numbers three, four years from now and go, oh, it was just a minor little dip. This now is, album sales are way up. This is a hard time, though, as someone who uh, likes to play video games in their spare time or watch a movie or a TV show. I mean, physical products have been going down in sales, but the fact that now people are quarantined and self-isolated 
circulating across the globe. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that people can now buy an album on iTunes or buy an, a video game on the store for their system they're using or stream a TV show or movie at the drop of a hat. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't bode well for the future of physical media because people will get in this habit of, like, it's right there. I can just get it. Even the people that were, like, dragging their feet on it for physical media. I'm way ahead I can of you. just go do it. I've been saying that this isn't going to bode well for the future of handshakes and hugs either. I was never a fan. <laughs> no, I know. In any case, okay. Now, one of the sad facts of this uh, coronavirus outbreak is that as many people as it's going to hit, the fatalities are going to include a lot of people in the arts community, and that is going to make a lot of headlines, and that is starting to happen. Alan Merrill might not be a guy that you know, but he was the one who wrote and first performed one of rock's most iconic songs. He has died at the age of 69 in New York City, one of the epicenters right now from the COVID-19 virus. This happened on Sunday morning. Alan Merrill wrote I Love Rock and Roll. Yeah, he was singer and guitarist and frontman for the uh, 70s band The Arrows out of the UK, not to be mistaken with the Arrows. The from Arrows Canada. was the Canadian band. Meet Me in the Middle was their big song, if that rings a bell to you. Arrows was the UK band. That was Alan Merrill. Now, this band didn't have the luxury of putting an X on the end of their name, much like Bush X. Remember that oh, back yeah, in the yeah, 90s? Right. You know, the, there was a Canadian band named Bush, Dominic Toriano. Sure. From the Guess Who. Yes. And uh, he had a band called Bush. Mm -hmm. And so when Bush from the UK came over to Canada and said, We want to sell our albums, they had to become Bush X until it was <laughs> sorted out. The Canadian Arrows didn't have the uh, legal fight from the original Arrows. Yeah, all very confusing. I love rock and roll. Uh, actually written as a knee-jerk response to the Rolling Stones, it's only rock and roll, but I like it. It failed to chart in the UK for Arrows, but became a huge hit and one of the biggest songs of all time in the rock genre for Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yep, so unfortunately uh, he has become a statistic in this uh, COVID fight. Moving along to something that we thought was really, really cool. Of course, Sammy Hagar. Listen, if you want to feel better about things, just look up anything that Sammy Hagar is doing because the man just exudes happiness and joy and optimism. And, of course, he and his band, The Circle, they're not letting the coronavirus stop them from making new music. This is a very cool thing that they did. Yeah, so we're always looking at uh, kind of new and intriguing ideas. We talked earlier this year about Pearl Jam doing their app with aiming it at the moon to try and release new music and yeah. now they're trying new stuff not one of my faves so seeing far kelly's but... face right now he's yeah. rolling his eyes far back in his head yeah. as if he's the undertaker yeah don't i want to be a passive enjoyer of this stuff don't make me do too much work uh and so now all these artists are taking to their home studios their living rooms whatever the case may be and putting out performances for people because they can't tour and we've talked about neil young doing it and mm -hmm. ben gibbard from death cab for cutie on sunday night they had a big concert arranged by elton john and Yep. Green Day's Billy Joe Armstrong was on it and a whole bunch of great acts. Sammy Hagar and The Circle decided we're going to one-up this whole situation here. We're going to create and record a new song live via social media. First of all, I love the title. Funky Feng Shui is the name. What they did was they just did it on their cell phones. They did it very much like you would in the studio. Everybody, and of course, uh, physically isolating in their various cities. Jason Bonham recorded his parts first. Vic Johnson added guitar, followed by Michael Anthony's bass, and then finally Sammy Hagar's vocals, which is pretty much the way that it would happen in the studio. They did the videos, which adds an extra layer degree of difficulty and then they sent it in and it was all mixed and then they created this video along with it as well give me let me see how what it here sounds like kelly play it for okay me. here's an attempt at a brand new one here fellas
That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Sammy Hagar vibe is what the world needs. Yeah, that's awesome. And Sammy Hagar still amazing vocals after all these years. We are going to be in for such a treat by the end of this year and early next year because of all these artists who are in seclusion, mm-hmm. quarantine. And what do they do? They get creative, they write, and they record because a lot of these artists have access to home studios. So the amount of new music we're going to get, pretty much every artist you could think of is going to be releasing music in the late this year, early next year. For us fans, what a treat once this whole pandemic is over with, you know? I was discussing this yesterday afternoon. My daughter and I were uh, physically distancing, yet having a visit. She was sitting on her front step. I was about 10 feet away in a camp chair uh, yesterday afternoon. And I was talking about, people are talking about the baby boom that's going to come out of this, but also the arts boom, not only musicians who are finally free right now of all of the other commitments that they have so they can hunker down, like you're saying, and do a ton of writing, but all of the arts, like some of the TV shows that are going to come out of this, not necessarily on this theme, but the writers of all of these TV shows of books, novels, movies, screenplays, all of these people are able to hunker down right now and get their creative on. And we are going to see an absolute boom in all of the arts, painters, visual artists. We're going to see a boom, like you say. Yeah. And that's, that's great stuff. Um, You know, people are finding time to do things, whether that be a passion project for themselves or just catching up on stuff. You know, the average person like ourselves who maybe isn't very creative and doesn't have a job that requires us to make an album or write a script, you Mm -hmm. know, but we've got things in our lives that we've been putting off or wanting to get to or you run out of time. And now is a perfect time to hey pick up that guitar and learn how to play or read a book that you've been putting off or just hammer through a show that you've been meaning to get to and haven't done it. You know, whatever little thing it is that you've been putting off. Now's the time. By the way, that jam there, Funky Feng Shui, that's a jam they've been playing backstage warming up for shows, The Circle has. And uh, Sammy Hager said, we're going to be doing more of this, too much fun. So we'll look forward to more of that from the boys. We know that they're not going to be touring, we don't think. They were supposed to start a North American tour with Whitesnake and Night Ranger in early July. But regardless of what happens with coronavirus, Whitesnake forced to step down from that tour as a result of David Coverdale now having to have surgery. Oh, David Coverdale, having a rough few months. He is, but still out there, still trying, still sounding great. Absolutely. That is the Classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.